0: As a business owner, agency, consultant, leader in tech, SaaS, or corporate environment, you know that closing a sale is crucial to your growth and success. Like all of us, we're wondering what more can we do to raise our close rate, increase our revenue, and make the process more sustainable for long-term results. There is an art and science to selling And if you work in sales, are a business that needs more sales, need to learn how to sell better, faster, stronger, then check out the Salesman Podcast hosted by Will Barron, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Will helps sales professionals and business leaders learn how to find buyers and win business in a more modern, effective, and ethical way. If you like my delivery of making marketing and strategy simple, then you will absolutely love Will's podcast where he makes sales and revenue generation simple. We're talking about mastering the art of cold calling, the ultimate guide to closing the deal, the five-step secure low B2B sales, how to sell to C-suite executives, listen to the Salesman Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Success is your obligation. You are going to have to take ownership of what is required to get there and not just the rewards and the clout that comes with it. Everybody wants something, power, money, respect, accolades, peace, recognition. I challenge you to move forward. Are you willing to take this pledge to never belittle yourself, be honest with your situation, embrace your superpowers, fight on when things get hard? and believe in yourself. Pass the baton. We are all running a race, but everyone thinks it's only a single person race. Pass the baton. It is not a single person race. I've said it before and I'll say it again and I'll keep saying it until you get it. There's enough room for all of us In the sky to fly therefore instead of trying to fly higher and higher on your own how about we all fly higher together as a unit as a community and drive the revenue the sales the quality of life the quality of success the performance of our businesses that we want through collaboration through communication versus being an island to ourselves What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sandy. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more coming to you in 3, 2, 1. Both compel and impel contain the idea of using physical or other force to cause something to be done. Compel means to constrain someone in some way to yield or do what one wishes. Fate compels us to face danger and trouble. Impel means to provide a strong force, motive, or incentive toward a certain end. Now let's run it back. Compel means to constrain someone and someone to yield or do what one wishes. Now let's paint the picture. Let's talk about yourself and. You're in a conversation, maybe in person, maybe over Zoom, maybe on a phone call where you and your ideal audience is at the phase where, hey, I'm presenting an offer. I'm justifying my price. I'm explaining the possibilities of how we can work together to create that vision. Maybe you're applying Clover in this situation. (laughs) But in this situation, you're trying to compel. Again, you're trying to force someone to see the value and the offer that you're bringing in the hopes that they're going to exchange as you compel them to sign that contract in the exchange of the value that you're going to deliver upon money being rendered and sent. Now, sometimes we struggle with compelling people because we don't like to force people to do anything. Now, there's a soft compel and there is a more hard compel in the same way of a soft sell and more of a hard sell if we go back to the dart marketing methodology where i break down direct authentic resourceful and tactical you can say in some regard if you're being more compelling from a hard spectrum you're probably being way more direct and maybe less soft-spoken you're trying to lean in on that authority more so you're leaning on the dna of the dark marketing methodology a little bit more in the hopes that that force is translated into authority and not being insensitive or showing lack of consideration for the person who's considering using you as a service provider as a product whatever it is that you offer to them Now, if you're doing a soft compel, you're probably leaning more toward the latter half of the dark marketing methodology, requiring to be more resourceful and more tactical in your mannerisms and your delivery and what you reference examples. And it may feel like a longer sales cycle, a longer conversation, or maybe even a series of conversations. Now, the dark marketing methodology is not a a be-all thing. You you apply it in a way that makes sense. You need all four to have a sustainable business. And depending on who you're talking to, who you're engaging with, the timeliness, where they are in the sales cycle, how much of a need or demand they have for the product, for the service, for your offering, all predicates and dictates how you flow through the dark marketing methodology. Sometimes when you're compelling, it can kind of take the air out the room and you feel like you're losing that magic sauce because you're not used to compelling someone. And so the mindset, the thought process is we need to have more of a conversation and less of just you squeezing the life out the room, squeezing that limit till it crushes. We don't want that. We do want to show our authority. We do want to be direct because that translates as being authentic, honest, and open, open palm, not close to this because that's necessarily that are trustworthy, open palm. And so you do want to have that level of directness and Want to articulate yourself in a certain way through examples, through conversations, through presentation and positioning of having that authority while simultaneously being resourceful and tactical, which may require you to be more impelling. Again, when you are impelling, you are providing a strong force. Again, keyword providing a strong force, a motive or incentive toward a certain end. That certain end is always the result. It's always that End of the offering. What am I going to get in return for the money I pay you for? What am I getting in return? It's all about them. I've said this in a lot of other conversations. I've said this on various podcasts. Episode twenty six. Episode thirty two. When you think about the content. Um. Episode thirty three. When you're thinking about. Um. Are you a pain reliever or are you a pleasure provider? There's so many things that really, it's just like a series upon a series of layers that we're building off of in the hopes that we're better at selling. And again, if you think back to episode 26 when I'm talking about disqualifying to sell, there's such a key thing there, disqualify aggressively. We also need to disqualify their no's, disqualify their what ifs in the conversation. And so compelling someone isn't always the case. You have to maybe sometimes combine compelling or impelling, but Again, it's all predicated on who you're talking to, where they are in the buying process, how, why, all of it. Who, what, when, where, and why. And sometimes that can be very hard. Let's think about it this way we wanna create a ROW, R O W E, a results only win environment. When you feel you're having a conversation where it's equal and it's a win win, it's balanced, we're gonna be okay. No matter what you throw at me, or I throw at you, we're going to maintain equilibrium. So we want to create that role environment. And in some point, we're going to compel. And in other points, we're going to impel. And we're going to have this two-way conversation where I'm hearing and based off their tone, based off how they articulate themselves, will determine how we're going to have a conversation. We're going to eliminate all the friction, eliminate all the complexity. So clarity can form And in many cases, you hear a lot of sales experts saying it's all about the process, it's all about the presentation. But you know what? I'll be honest. As much as I put all this effort and energy on this mic, for you all, the listeners, for my iDigress community, for those who follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn or on the gram, I appreciate you. I thank you. My supporters, those who leave me a review, shameless plug, I appreciate every single one of you, every single one of you who listens to every episode I put out on this mic. I am really great at telling a story. I am really great at the big picture division. But oftentimes, I have so many ideas that sometimes I can be cluttered in the clarity I'm hoping I create, but the perception of what I'm saying isn't compelling someone to say yes to the offering that I'm providing. So that means I personally need to be better at selling. And I've said this before, we need to eliminate the notion that selling is such a negative thing. All selling is at its core is presenting the findings, having a conversation, providing examples to validate and hopefully inspire, motivate someone to say yes, get them to sign and then deliver. Because in my mind, selling doesn't fulfill itself until you deliver. And now it's complete. It's not over when they sign. It's over when they get the deliverable they want. You want to know why? because in order to sell again, I have to have that experience that someone got what I said they were going to get. That magnifies my ability, validates what I can do, and now when I present it again to sell to someone else, it's gonna be a lot easier. And the more wins I can get, Again, that row, that results only winning environment, the better off it's going to be. Because the more I have examples, a library of other people, not me, from diverse backgrounds, diverse situations, saying the same process, the same system, the same strategy, or the strategy provider being myself, delivered these results, higher authority, higher revenue, increase in presence of social media, impact, the better off the process is going to be. And so when we think about selling, it's not just enough to disqualify the effectively it's also about improving on yourself improving on your sales team and your marketing team and your branding team all of them are inclusive in the overall selling process in hopes of attracting the right people to qualify accordingly eliminating the complexity to only get them to say yes not that they were tricked into saying yes they were convinced through adequate Results, adequate examples, adequate storytelling, adequate messaging, adequate branding and positioning, being on top of mind through different nurturing leads and funnel systems that when we got to the final decision, we've created this raw environment from the jump. And now that we're here, it's much easier. The other thing I want to bring up, I want to win. I want to have a winning environment. I want to have a winning company. I want to have a sustainable and successful business. So that means I can't just win once. I have to win often. And sometimes when people hear the word winning and selling and business, they think do whatever it takes to win. And I don't believe in that specifically because you want to have a certain level of morals and ethics and how you will come about selling and winning your business and maintaining your business and all of those things. I think of winning to that of an Olympic mindset. And to be honest, when it comes to selling, when it comes to business, when it comes to creating a sustainable, scalable business, you have to have an Olympic mindset. Now, words that come to mind when I'm thinking of Olympic mindset is passion, purpose, position, practice, power, and performance. Those with an Olympic mindset, they make a commitment to develop skills frequently and often. Repetition to an insane level. Where few people have the discipline or the poise to continue to do this for X amount of time to get to that olympic games but not even to get to the games you go through trials and trials and trials and honestly those trials could be a liken to conversations that you've had in the past where maybe you failed maybe you didn't close a deal maybe you got so close but they didn't say yes maybe they reneged the contract all those l's all those failures but through that failure we got better we saw the holes of what we need to improve on through our entire process or our delivery In our articulation of thought, how we create the vision, what we present and provide as value to those who we're trying to talk to. An Olympian is someone who is at a world level. World level, right? That's the highest level you can think of. You are the best of the best of the best of the best of the best at what you do. Hours upon hours upon hours upon months upon years of being cultivated and trained and built on being good at a certain thing through the highest stress levels, the highest moments where your country needs you the most to deliver. And the same with your business. What are you the Olympian at? There's that one thing that you're Olympian level at. Maybe you own a business and it's, you know, we have a whole team. Think about each individual team member. What are they specifically that Olympian level at? And are you creating an environment, a results only winning environment that is going to channel their Olympianness to the highest possible level to maximize their skill sets to hopefully create the business that you want to create the life that you want, not just for yourself, but to your entire team, but also for your community, your customers, your buyers, your advocates, your elevators as well. <laughs> Let's take a minute to talk about time. It's the holidays, y'all, and another year is under the belt. Maybe you're looking to spend time, maybe you're looking to save time, and maybe you're looking to time travel to summer of next year because it's already too dang cold outside. Either way, in business, your customers are looking for the same thing time. Your time, to be specific, because time equals attention, and attention means feeling understood. HubSpot wants to help you be efficient with your time while helping your customers feel understood. In fact, HubSpot has rolled out a ton of new customer-centric tools that help your business show your customers a whole lot of love every step of the way new payment tools like native payment links and recurring payment that directly embedded HubSpot's quoting tools and emails mean seamless delivery and payment collection and now with the crm powered cms your marketers and developers can personalize the customer experience and ensure that the attention your customers give you is reflected back at them in data that is timely and relevant okay minutes up Learn more about how a HubSpot CRM platform can help you build, maintain, and grow your customer relationships this holiday season and beyond at HubSpot.com. It takes 10,000 hours to master your skill. You have to train when you don't want to. They call it strange hours commitment. You have to sacrifice to maintain the commitment to develop your skill. Synchronization of mind, body, soul, and spirit. Now Troy, I don't have to be that good at what I do No, 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 mind, body, soul, and spirit You know in your spirit This is what you're meant to do That is unequivocal, highest level of passion Possible, and then you sync that With your mind and your body Are you getting enough sleep? Are you physically Mentally, emotionally, and spiritually In alignment to provide the highest Level of quality, of service Product, whatever your offer is to your Customer, to your client, and that shows And radiates through the entire Selling process to potential customers and clients they're gonna know as a tiktok trending thing they're not gonna know they're gonna know there are often times where I'm I'm very much into gear, especially camera gear. And I find that most ad campaigns around it are all about the tech and the specs and all the different things. And I told you I have a six year old. I'm like, I just need something where I could run and shoot and it's stabilized. <laughs> right. And that's that's all that I need. And so when you when I see ad campaigns that make it easy for me to communicate, to persuade to my husband, we need this. <laughs> that makes it easier for me to share. And And to me, I I think that's a powerful ad campaign, too, where it's a product or it's a service or it's something that I know how to use it in my life. You heard what she said. I just need something that I can shoot that's small, that's simple, that's stabilized, that fits my life. I just need something that fits my life. And in many cases, when you think at its core, whether you're compelling or impelling someone to take action through advertising, through your lead gen funnel, through your marketing, through your website, through social media, you have to use words that make sense. And again, if you think about my leads generated blueprint, there was a key part within the blueprint that says leverage language to launch. The descriptive words that you choose to articulate the why which has to be about them and not about you your words have to match their lifestyle from their vantage point not your vantage point and when they hear what you have to say right away it's eureka you get me you understand exactly where i am and where i would like to go The way to consistent, sustainable, scalable sailing translating to success comes down to the simplicity of using the right words at the right time to earn that trust to get them to buy and say yes. But not just to say yes, to consistently and unequivocally believe in the success, live in the success, achieve the success, and then therefore translate and tell the world the success they've achieved because the wording that you chose to use was simple. They understood it. Leverage language to launch in your advertising. I call it penetrate the outside because everybody has armor against advertising. They don't you know oh, it's an ad, it's an ad, it's an ad. I like non-ad ads. Actually, if you see something that doesn't come off like an ad, but sells the product in a least tasteful, intelligent way. To me, that's the kind of advertising that I like to do and I respect. Again, this strategy accelerator is spotlighting the episode, how agencies can build amazing advertising campaigns for clients. Hosted by Stephanie Liu, who interviewed Alan Kay, who was an industry leader who has built some of the most successful advertising campaigns over the last 25 years. We're talking about Xerox award winning Monks campaign, the New York MTA's If You See Something, Say Something campaign. And he shares the insights on how you can bring your best work forward while building trust with your clients along the way. And if you want to learn more about that episode, search Agency Accelerated Agora Pulse wherever you get your podcast or Agency Accelerated Agora Pulse on YouTube to see the live video version of the podcast i'm gonna be honest this podcast episode was a little rough for me it's a little out of place like i lost my swagger just a little bit just a little bit and if you're trying to find your swagger go to episode 35 maybe i should go back and listen to it myself and when i think about an olympic athlete most times to get on people's radar you got to be seen As they're crossing over from 2021 and into 2022, people are still lacking in the SEO department because they don't know how to apply SEO effectively across their website in the hopes of attracting the right people to say yes to start the process of the sales conversations. This is where our friends at Ahrefs comes in handy. Discover optimization opportunities for your website. You'll see which keywords your pages are ranking for. You'll understand how Google sees your content. Visit Ahrefs, slash A-W-T. Sign up for the free tool, connect it to your website, and you're all set. But I shared this moment of vulnerability to articulate that just because you're listening to me, that doesn't mean I don't understand how you are feeling doesn't mean that I don't I'm not afraid. Doesn't mean that I don't have doubts. Doesn't mean I don't have wants. Doesn't mean I don't have challenges or obstacles in my own business. I'm trying to make money too. I'm trying to position myself, brand myself, make smarter marketing decisions, make smarter business decisions, get to my goals in 2022. But I'm also trying to finish this year off strong. And sometimes when you are trying to convince people to see the value in what you offer, you can feel so small and disheartened when those no's stack up, when those ales stack up. And when I think back to when I talked about that Olympic mindset, when your passion fails you, that's where discipline comes into play. When your body is done mentally, emotionally, you have checked out all those reps and preparation will carry you beyond where you feel you can go mentally and emotionally. I will never forget. I had just finished a podcast episode. I had to jump on a sales call. And I come on this potential call. In the first five minutes, the swagger disappeared. Where did my swagger go? What happened? I'm trying to re- build a results-only winning environment in this moment. And I feel like instantaneously, there is no chance of me winning. Well, try it. How did you get to that place? Why did that happen? They led with some pretty hard questions, and it was positioned in a way to suggest I don't really think what you offer is worth what I have to pay to get it. And they brought in their reasons why my offer, my strategy advisor, may not be right for them. And that was at the very beginning of the conversation. Now, that could have been a power play. Sure. That could have been a challenge to see what I would say and if I'm really passionate about it. That wasn't about passion. That was about preparation. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Olympic mindset. Proper preparation prevents poor performance performance in crunch time when you're needed most in that moment <laughs> i needed myself most to rise above everything to defend my honor no i'm just playing to defend the integrity of my offer and eliminate any complexities doubts or fears that i am capable of in the hope to then reconsider why my offer is this price what the results we're going to get from this thing and hopefully we sign a deal and move on now I'm going to fast track to the end of the conversation and they did not become a client of mine. It's no shade at all. I understand it. And you have to understand that what you offer isn't for everybody. And sometimes an L is an L and it has nothing to do with I, if I would have done this better. Sometimes it's just not meant for you because they don't see the value in it. The conversation was a dud and you have to have short term memory and keep it moving. If you think of people who are runners and they track their times constantly i was off by a millisecond then my last one. one oh that's an l short-term memory go get it back the next time you miss a shot i'm gonna get it back and here's the thing i had to think about from that moment if they don't want to they will find a reason not to i'm gonna say that again if they don't want to they will find a reason not to as someone who has held over 15 titles, I've worked with over 80 companies, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, I've generated over $150 million in revenue. And you may think, well, Troy, you should be making cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. That should be your email account. Troy, you're doing great on this podcast. You'd be able to cha-ching, cha-ching all day long. And I'll be honest, all that stuff may not be for everybody. In their decision-making process of choosing you over somebody else, people will choose what's best for them based off their perception. Not your perception, their perception. Go back to episode 37. I'll talk about how to build trust currency, a masterclass on increasing brand authority. Perception is key to a lot of those things. And even if you go back to episode 35 and talk about swagger, how you present and position yourself is key. But also understanding that even through that, there's some biases that their perception of whatever it is that you're saying, no matter how educated, no matter how detailed and tailor made to their specific ideal customer profile or persona, they still have to interpret it to their liking and decide to buy. And you could do everything right through the sales call, through the sales process, and still not get it. How many teams did everything right and didn't win a championship? It hurt for that offseason. It hurt. But what did they do? They tried again the next season. And the same way you have to try again, have that short-term memory, that Olympic mindset. I'm going to get mine. I have to trust my preparation and know that this is a small setback and know that they're not the only one. We must understand that a no, though it can be and can feel personal, is still just a no. Maybe a very untimely no, but a no nonetheless. And you know how sometimes people take an L or get a no, they immediately respond with "You're loss. And you're like, mm, okay, you're loss, but that's their way to immediately reset. We're going to keep it moving. I'm not here to, to win a battle. I'm here to win the war. Therefore, that means I have to win a series of battles to therefore claim the victory within the war. But if I lose a battle, that doesn't mean I lose the war. Recap. Leverage language to launch. That's from the least generated blueprint. Be direct, authentic, resourceful, and tactical. That is from the dart marketing methodology. All that in its totality of the language that you choose and the timeliness and articulation and the positioning of the conversation, creating that results only win environment gives you a higher chance of success. It doesn't guarantee you success, but it gives you a higher chance for success to close the deal, to hear that cha-ching, to get that sell. Listen up and listen to me good. All of this is meant to help you increase the odds. May the odds ever be in your favor to close those deals, to give you more sales, to create a better sales system that's going to make you a more sustainable and scalable business with that proper infrastructure in place through all these processes and methodologies and frameworks and mindsets and applications to drive revenue in ways you've never achieved before in a more consistent manner. But It all comes down to consistently evolving and modifying, accepting change, and making changes accordingly to keep that results-only winning environment. Tack, y'all. We are rowing. We are rowing. Keep rowing. Be open-minded to change, embrace change, and know that you cannot grow without change. How much have you changed in the last two years? How much has the world changed in the last two years? So therefore, how much has your industry, your business, and your customers or your clients, the potential customers, those potential clients have changed? Some of y'all are still holding on to sales and marketing and branding tactics 2019. They don't work no more. Let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. I was watching uh, Frozen. I haven't watched it in a long time and I told my wife I was gonna plug Frozen in. I just did that. Hope she is listening and enjoyed that moment. We have to meet the customer where they are. We have to stay on top of their mind. We have to create the right perception through their vantage point to convert and get the sale and not only get it once, but get it again to earn their trust so they can be a buyer, an advocate, an elevator so we can win And create that results-only winning environment, not just within our own business, through our own website and infrastructure, but it it expands throughout our social universe. It expands throughout our community in the hopes that over time it gets easier. And though the percentage of acquisition, of conversions, of sales may be the same or even low because of the value, that's going to increase and boost our growth and our success. In ways that we couldn't imagine, when we learn how to create a raw environment within our community, when we learn how to compel and impel effectively and efficiently, applying Dart, leads and Clover efficiently and effectively, leverage language in ways that we know we need to do to simplify everything. At its core, language is simple. And we have to find the right mechanisms to tones for success to happen. Thanks for listening. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at FindTroy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at FindTroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening.